Hey guys, welcome to the, to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Say hey, I'm joined by... Um, John, also known as Devens Feebens. And I am Ethan, otherwise known as Gaming on YouTube and Twitch. Yep. And together we are all the Provokers. So, how are you guys doing in the past five minutes? Wait, who are you? Yeah, I, so, I don't know who you are. Oh, uh, I am the host for today, Noah, or NoahDog54 on Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, 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 and to, to answer what, it's, what Noah just said, so uh, I mentioned this for the Christmas episode, so if you didn't listen to that, then uh, I recommend you go do that. Um, but in the Christmas episode, I mentioned that uh, we're not going to be around for the holidays, and Christmas Eve happens to be uh, a Sunday, so we're not going to be here for that. Noah's Noah and me possibly aren't going to be ready for New Year's, uh, yeah, New Year's Eve or New Year's exactly because I think it's a Sunday, and so we're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, so we're, these are being pre-recorded, and then something again is happening in January that I'm not going to say because it's not my information, but something is happening in January. We're going to be pre-recording episodes too, so a lot of pre-records going on. Um, but we'll always tell you if it's pre-recorded that way you know if we're saying something completely baloney, and you're like, wait a minute, that happened like six years ago. What are you talking about? Um, it's because you're pre-recorded, so keep that in mind when listening to this episode. So a small talk, you guys got any? Uh, the Earth is flat, and when the history is, is a total liar. You don't know this. Have you been to space, John? I haven't been to space, but I have been like in an airplane, and when you're in the in the air, you can see that like, hey, it looks a little curved as you look out on the horizon. So. Uh, that's oh, an illusion. You should know that. Right? Like, no, you, no, that's that's an illusion created by the government. You should, you of all people, should know this because bald people know the truth. Sure. So, like, yeah. I know what's going on. Right. No, um, five, five points to John for being right. Thanks. I don't man. think that's how that works, but I, I, I think he's right though. Obviously, I'm joking. I don't have any small talk. <laughs> really, man? I thought you were. Obviously. Like, anyone that thinks the Earth is flat, I'm sorry, you're stupid, okay? Yeah. All right. That should be your New Year's resolution. Find a better opinion. Look in, a, look in a book that is titled, Why the Earth Isn't Flat. I'm sure that exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, I thought you got any headlines, son. Well, my headline is, uh, if you missed the previous episodes from this month, uh, I'm on Twitch now, so find me over on Twitch. I stream from 12 p.m. I won't be streaming for, like, New Year's or Christmas or anything, obviously, but I will be streaming Monday to Friday. I don't stream on Saturday or Sunday because I'm too busy those days. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Come hang out. Yeah. Go give them a follow if you haven't already. Yeah, I don't know what time. I don't know if we'd be at affiliate yet at this point, so I can't speak on anything. But if we're not, then uh, I just need 50 followers at that point. Uh, because then once I do that, the reason I'm asking you to follow is because, well, first of all, you'll get notified when I do stream, but also I uh, will be able to unlock uh, channel points, which is an amazing, which is like one of the few amazing features on Twitch that uh, utilizes uh, like viewer interactivity, which is obviously key for streams and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's also a really cool thing because you can like, I can't think off the top of my head what the channel points would be spent for, but like you can make me hydrate, you can make me, um, we'll see. You can make, What I plan to do is actually, this is going to be really cool. And because I stream mostly Phasmophobia, is I'm going to make channel points tied to certain equipment. So let's say you spend 1,000 channel points, you'll make the spear box, for example. I won't be able to touch that the entire game, um, which will actually be pretty cool. And for those that have played Faz, you know the spear box is a pretty vital piece of equipment. So you, you actually make the game a lot harder um, if you end up doing that. So that's what I plan to do. But That would be Ooh. pretty fun. 
Yeah, so like if if uh by the way you get channel points by watching the stream. Um so uh and if you if you're subscribed, you I know you get bonus points, but I'm not worried about subscriptions. I'm talking about like if you watch the stream, I think you get I think it's like fifty per I think I can John, can you set that or is Twitch set that? What? The like the how many channel points you get per hour or whatever it is. Uh I think Twitch sets that. I don't I don't think that's something you can change. Okay. So yeah, whatever. So let's say you get a thousand and uh, John hops into the stream. He's like, you know, Ethan's trolled me so much on my streams. Take this buddy. And he like makes me not like maybe he disables running or something, something like that. It, it will make it so interactive. It'll make the game harder for me. It'd be super fun. So. Yeah. yeah. That would actually be pretty fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I think with that, we could get into the topic for today. Which for the topic for today is the science behind New Year's resolutions, why we make them, and why I guess most of us fail at them. Yeah, so we we have an article. I probably will link it in the uh, description of this episode. Um, hopefully, by by the time New Year's comes around, I'll still I'll still have it. Um, but yeah, so I'll link it so you can follow along at home if you want on mm -hmm. like a different screen or something. Um, yeah, so we're first going to be talking about, since I was the host, he's going to first start talking about why they fail, like what the percentages are, like the actual statistics. We're giving actual numbers here, but not, we didn't just look up like a a stupid, oh, wikipedia.net uh, thinks this. No, it's an actual scientific yeah. study, so, yeah. Yep. All right, and with that, I guess we'll get into it. So, success and failure rates, keeping resolutions over the first six months. The professor and chair of psychology at the University of Scranton, John C. Nordcross, has written about the science behind New Year's resolutions for decades. His research conducted between 1978 to 2020 shows that those those of us who make New Year's resolution, after one week, 75% of people are still successful. After two weeks, the number drops to 71%. After a month, the number drops to 64%. After six, it drops dramatically to 46% of people who make a resolu resolution that are still keeping it. Comparatively, only 8% of those similar goals but no set resolution are still successful after six months. I need some water after that. Well, you didn't need to read all of that. You were just supposed to read the numbers. Anyway, so if you didn't catch it, after one week, 75% are still successful, which is, you know, decent for a week. Um, after two weeks, the number drops to 71%, which is only 4%, so it's not a huge number. What is huge is it goes after one month, it drops to 64 and then after six months, 46% of people who make a resolution are still keeping it, which is less mm. than half. So, which I, I, I have seen. I've seen people, like, make, like, Crazy resolution. So we haven't actually read this article. Well, like I, at least I haven't. I can't speak for these guys. Um, but uh, yeah. So the um, what I think is what I think the science is, and I don't know if this is uh, going to be proven here or not. I think the science is is that people make too big of a resolution. Mm -hmm. Like they they make it too general. Like they're like oh it, like say the most common was like I want to lose weight. They they just say I want to lose weight. They're not gonna they're not saying like oh I should. Uh, I should do this to lose weight, or I should do this to lose weight. They're just saying, I'm going to lose weight, or like, right. I'm going to try to lose weight. So they make it too broad, and they end up failing because it was too broad. They don't even know they were really chasing after. They were just they were trying to reach the flagpole without going through the actual level, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to be said here because that's how I perceive how it's failing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. Like I had a, a friend of mine, the a fellow streamer on Twitch, but like I remember last year they they would say this a lot around New Year's, and I agree with them quite a lot. Is that um the, they don't make resolutions; they all make goals that they want to achieve, which is essentially the same thing, but. Like, with a goal, you're like, this is where I want to be, specifically. And instead of being like, I want to lose weight, like, you, if you lost one pound over the course of the year, like, oh, cool, you, you achieved your goal, technically. But, like, if, if uh, you've achieved your resolution of losing weight, but it's not specific enough, like you were saying. So it's like, if I want to be at this particular spot in my journey to whatever improvement I want to make, then... That's at least in my my eyes going to be more um, successful than if you just were like generally like oh I want to uh, lose weight. So yeah, I would definitely agree with you there. Yeah, well, I mean the 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 term resolution like like equals goal. They mean the same mm -hmm. thing. So I don't know what that person's talking about, but like I I get what they're trying to say. Is like they don't use the word resolution because at this point it's so drawn out that like like oh I'm gonna lose weight oh I'm gonna learn a language it's like you're not actively like setting the goal you're just saying you're doing it. there's a difference between saying you're gonna do it and then actually doing it there's those are two different things so if you say oh I'm gonna lose weight and then two months into the year you're like oh you know I really love my I really love triple chocolate death cakes they're my favorite. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you're not actively doing anything. You're act you're actually actively hurting yourself because you're not even listening to what your original thing was. Right. So, yeah, it uh, it's just it's just people people. I think they go too broad. They 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 think they're gonna do something. They it's too, almost too ambitious because like losing weight, like it can happen, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, but you just say you're gonna lose weight. You're not actually saying it for like. So if I were to say I'm gonna lose weight, what I would say is what I'm doing right now is I'm currently doing intermittent fasting, which is working. So I would say I'm gonna do in more intermittent fasting. I'm gonna have some more protein in my diet. Boom, and then we're gonna see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so actually, my goal would be to keep up what I'm currently doing. It wouldn't be, oh, I'm going to start something completely different or, oh, I'm going to like just say I'm going to lose weight. What I'm saying is I'm going to keep the trend of what I'm currently doing and maybe slide in one thing here or there um, right. just, to keep, just to keep it fresh. So, yeah, that's, that's, why I, that's how I should take resolutions. And that's mm -hmm. at least how I do it. Obviously, every person is different. But let's say your resolution is you want to learn language, which is honestly probably going to be one of mine. Well, your th first thing should be is what language, because there's there's so many of them. So instead of just saying language, say what actual language you want to learn. So let's say you want to learn German. Say to yourself, all right, this year I want to learn German. Don't just say I want to learn a language, because then there's going to be a two-month period where you're deciding, like, hmm, well, you know, Spanish would be nice, but I kind of want to learn Japanese. So you're mixing between, like, five different options, and by the time you finally decide, it's halfway into the year. So first say to yourself what you want to do. So say, I want to learn German. And then the first day that you want to start your resolution, which should be, you know, relatively soon, download, like, for example, if you use your phone, download an app that will, that will do that. So you could download Duolingo. If you miss your lesson, he might come after you, but, you know, it's a good app. Um, and yeah. there's other learning apps I know as well. I'm just, that's the one I top my head. Um, so, but actually doing it. Don't just say you're going to do it. Actively do it. Because then as soon as you start actually doing it, 
you'll have a much more higher success rate. And I wonder if this article is actually going to go over that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but those, those are kind of scary numbers, actually. 46%. That's, that's real low. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a lot lower than I thought it was. Yeah, one thing I would like to mention, you know, is when it comes to that sort of thing, is like, as well as being too broad, sometimes it's sometimes too specific to where it's like, it's unreachable. Right. So, so I think a, a, an interesting way or the way I would like to look at it for myself is like, I don't need to be where I want to be now, but what's important to reach that goal is to, am I making progress? Am I better at reaching that improvement today than I was yesterday or two days ago or whatever? Um, and I think some people also forget about that part of it where they're like, oh, I'm not at my goal yet. I give up. And, uh, right. but I did, have you improved at all is, is important as well. Well, yeah. and to, to your point, actually, is um, what I think another good idea is, is instead of saying, oh, by the end of the year, I want this done. Instead mm-hmm. of saying at the end of the year, make it sooner, make benchmarks for yourself, but don't say your end goal as a benchmark because that's not, that's not realistic. Set benchmarks. So let's say you want to lose weight. Say by the end of, let's say June, I want to have lost 15 pounds right set that goal and then if you reach that goal you're like all right what's the next one and let's say by the end of september you want to lose 10 more pounds and by the end of september you do that then once you're nearing the end of the year then you can set your like your final goal let's say you wanted to lose a total of 50 pounds let's say you need like uh and i haven't been doing the math let's say in this case you need a 25 so by the end of the year you have like a couple you have like four or five months left to reach that and then you do it because I think that's much more simpler to handle than being like, oh, by the end of the year, because that's so long. Like the year you, sure, it flies by at some parts, but mostly it doesn't. Um, and especially when you get um, like overburdened with certain things, you start forgetting what your actual goal is. So I would send benchmarks for yourself, actually. That's probably one of the best things I can recommend. Yeah. Actually, taking a look at the article, uh, John, what you listed was actually one of the reasons on the article. Yeah, so smart. One of the reasons for what? Uh, for like why resolutions don't succeed. It was uh, not being like specific enough. I said that. Yeah, like, no one. Oh, I, I I literally said that first, and then John added on to it because he's he's like obviously he could add on to it. So you're wrong. Have you been paying attention? I have been. Well, Ethan, you did good. It was on the article. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to predict what the article is going to say because as from what I've learned is that's how they fail. And I, I wonder if my... Cause I don't know if this is going to go into how they succeed or like how they can succeed. Uh, I think it goes over... No, it's just, um, it's just all bad stuff, so that's fine. Like, oh, um, this is why they fail. I'm going to leave you on that. Well, I mean... To be fair, we looked up like why they fail. We didn't look up why that's they fail that's and that's wh- how they can succeed. So, yeah. but yeah. So uh, let's go into the the first reason why they fail. So no, you want to go over that? So it's under why do resolutions fail? Yeah. Right, Again, don't read the entire thing. Just read the first line on like right next to the word next to the one. All right. So why do resolutions fail? I'm just gonna start with this. Let's try this. You didn't frame your resolution positively. That's not the first one. Listen, that is not it. what that says. I mean, it's, it's uh, on sure. it, but, but it's not 
Yeah, that's number two. You skipped the first one. So the first one is your resolution wasn't specific enough, which is exactly what me and John were saying. So you were saying something so broad, like, oh, I want to lose weight. That is so broad that you're not going to accomplish anything. Instead, say, I want to lose 25 pounds, or I want to lose, or do what I said, make benchmarks. Like, by the end of April, I want to lose 15 pounds, or, like, whatever. Make benchmarks for yourself until you can actually reach it sooner. Um so, for, for example, this article is saying the biggest reason people fail their news resolution is because they're not specific enough. For example, uh, revolve, resolving to exercise more or lose weight is an easy way to set yourself up for failure. Yeah, so exactly what I said. Both of these resolutions lack a way to mark progress and are unlikely to keep you motivated throughout the year. Yeah, I wouldn't 100% agree. And that makes a ton of sense. So. Cool. That makes sense, yeah. Like we were saying already, it's just like, it's not specific enough. And I, I feel like... I feel like there was this this thing I had in in like sixth grade, where when one of our teachers was talking about us for like setting goals, and they're like, there are a bunch of criteria to make a good goal. I think it was like SMART, like it was an acronym, um, but basically one of the one of the things listed was uh specificity. I can't speak correct correctly but you you probably can get what i'm trying to get at it's like if you don't say it specific enough it's and it's just like like we was like the article and like we were saying it's just lose weight then like that's not really a i mean it is a goal but it's not a, like a, a achievable goal because it's, it doesn't it's not specific it doesn't specify what you're trying to do exactly you're just trying to lose weight and like that's gonna be like so hard to succeed when you don't have a clear defined goal right right yeah so now you can go to your second one that you were saying before yeah your resolution isn't oh that's a different one uh you didn't frame your resolution positively so another problem people face is they frame their resolution in negative language yes essentially meaning that when they do want to go frame their resolution, they just do it in a negative way that isn't positive at all. So at least that's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. if you keep reading, it probably explains it. Yeah, I'll keep reading. Uh, when people resolve to stop wasting money or stop eating junk food, it often backfires because when when the, the because the resolution itself makes them think about the actual thing they're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, uh, when when it's phrased like that, and like they don't, I don't think they say it here, but I thought about it. Is like if you you're only focusing on what not to do, then you're just not focusing enough on what you should be doing and what what ways you can improve it. So you're like, oh, I can't have chips, so I'll have nothing. And it's like, well, that's not really healthy either, because then you're not really eating that much. And like, yeah. So then, so then you're like, oh man, I'm so hungry. I guess I'll eat the chips because that's all I have, all I, I know that I like. When you can find healthy food that tastes good that you like, that you can substitute the the, the quote unquote junk food. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think this co- this this calls back to the time where I said that there's a difference between saying you're going to do something and actually doing it. Because mm-hmm. if you say to yourself, oh, I'm going to stop eating junk food, then just like John said, 
you're putting that you're saying oh i'm gonna stop eating junk food so i'm gonna stop eating chips i'm gonna stop eating all this stuff and then what people end up doing is what john just said where you start like starving yourself almost which is not a good thing fasting is different fasting is like there's a there's a science behind that one but actively starving yourself and not doing anything then yeah that's gonna not work out for you um one of the biggest problems I see nowadays is people think the keto diet is a super, like, it's a super thing. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. The keto diet is a carbless diet, by the way, for if you're wondering. You need carbs. You literally, your body literally needs carbs. It doesn't need a lot, mind you. So you don't want to be eating, like, chips all the time or anything. But it does need carbs. And so if you don't have any sort of carbs in your life, then you will be, I don't, I don't know what happens exactly when you don't have enough carbs, but I know it's not good. So... Keto diet is kind of dangerous if you were to do that. I think vegan diets are dangerous. I'm sorry, vegans. Just how it works. Vegetarians can be different because they can have protein from other sources like eggs and uh, other stuff. Vegans, however, I'm sorry, but your your salad doesn't have any protein in it. Um, so, yeah. So, it, it depends on the diet exactly, but I know keto is dangerous. I know vegetarian, or sorry, vegans dangerous. If you're vegetarian, just make sure you're getting a lot of protein because you do. Your body literally needs protein. Men need a little bit more than women, but still, uh, women need some anyway. Um, but if you say like, if you say I'm going to stop eating this, and then you don't replace it with a healthier version or just anything at all, then you're gonna not. It's not gonna be good for you because, like John said, you're just, you end up starving yourself, and that your body actually actively eats good things that are in your body currently, like the good fat and like stuff like that, and you don't want that to happen. So. If you if instead of saying stop, I'm gonna stop eating junk food. Like so, let's say you're addicted to Doritos. The, you're you're on the Dorito grind. There's actually I'm not gonna I don't know the name off the top of my head. There's a gluten free um, chip that's like a spicy chili thing. I'm not gluten free or anything, but it's just it just happened to be gluten free, and they taste pretty much exactly like Doritos. And they have 25 calories for I think it's 25 chips. To put that up wow. for comparison, Doritos are like 25 calories per half of a chip. So like, yeah. it's it's way healthier. There's le- there's so much less sodium, and there's a little bit less carbs than Doritos are. So I wish I knew the name all the time. I had. I'm not gonna have time to look for it. Um, but you gotta do that. Like so, for example, if I were to say that I'm not, I'm, I don't like Doritos that much. So, but if I were to say that, I would then replace it with something like that, where I can still get the nourishment that I need from those and like that. But I mean, this doesn't technically apply to me because I do fasting and fasting there's times where you're allowed to eat and where you're not allowed to eat. So, I don't so snacking has kind of been uh out of my wheelhouse, I guess you can say. Um but if you if you have a normal diet, um then make sure you're having like healthy stuff replacing the bad stuff. You don't want just nothing replacing it because it's not going to go well. So, yeah, I I 100% agree with this the second one here. Yeah. One the second one does make a good point that sometimes you just need to frame things in a positive way and you'll probably actually end up doing it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so third one, I believe. Yep. Alright, so this one's quite simple. Your resolution isn't even about you. So another major obstacle people face is making New Year's resolutions that don't reflect what they actually want. The biggest culprits are dieting and exercise trends, as we've talked about. But this can apply to any number of goals, like a career-related goal, inspired by what you think other people expect of you. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, um... I was, I was watching a video, and I can't remember exactly where I saw it. Um, I believe it was a video about plagiarism, actually. 
um, oh, where they, they, they were talking about, like, um, at some point, I think towards the end of the video, they're like, if you, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be just like that other person, and, like, thinking that other person has their entire life worked out, um, and if you try to do that, then, like, you're probably not going to succeed, because you are not that other person. You, what works for them doesn't necessarily work for you. So if your resolution is, is like, I want to be like Zach Afron, um, then like, you're probably going to fail because that's not, that doesn't affect, that doesn't, that's not focusing on what you want to prove about yourself, where you want to be for what works for you. It's just like, I want to do something that other people are doing. And that doesn't always work. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually exactly how trends start is some, you see someone doing it and you're like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. And then they start doing it, it catches on, and everyone just it's it's the bandwagon technique is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's when people like see something, they're like they think it works, and they're just like, let's go full send, we're doing it. And then, you know, on certain some trends are fine, but there's a lot of the trends where it's like, this sucks, why was this a thing? For example, I just kind of dissed the keto trend that's currently a thing right now that I personally disagree with because I read the science, you need certain things in your body. Protein being a big contender, carbs you need something of. And then you definitely want like like potassium, vitamins, like all that stuff, right? But like mm-hmm. focusing on like the protein and other stuff like that. Vegans don't you can't really get protein. Like tofu, I if it has protein, it's not a lot. Um, like you have so little protein sources that it's unbelievable because you're not using any sort of animal products. And a lot of protein powder, by the way, is like made in a factory that also makes other products from animal stuff. So you end up being like, well, can't have pro- most protein powder either. So you're not getting any sort of protein. A lot of vegans I've seen are like, they very clearly look malnourished or very, something's going on with their face or something like that. Um, so there, there's a lot of dangerous diets that are things are affecting people. Now, vegetarians, like I said, as long as you're getting protein and you're all the other stuff, then you're fine. I, I don't think there's a problem with vegetarians. Um, but like, there's a lot of um, stuff like that that I think is exactly right, where it's like you're portraying yourself like being like, oh, I want to be like this influencer who can eat pizza all day and still be fit or whatever it's like well your body might be a little different their metabolism might be on overdrive whereas you might have a less metabolism now you can still achieve that don't don't take this as you can't achieve something someone else can what i'm saying is don't do it for the reason of wanting to be like them do it for the reason that you will be bettering yourself at the end of the road when you do eventually reach your goal so don't start a resolution because oh this person's doing it so i should do it too do it because you should do it, and your body will thank you later. That's the reason you should start a resolution. Yeah. Well, for anyone that does start a re- resolution, it should always be for yourself, not someone else. Yeah. For sure. That, that's definitely a, a sentiment I can I can get behind. Because, like, like I, we were saying, um, yeah, you can you can... Do what people expect of you. you know, that's what the article is saying. But like sometimes, what people expect of you is not healthy, and you should try to work on what you want and what you think is good for you, not what other people. Because like other people are stupid; they don't know what's good for you. Only you, you yeah. truly know that. Well, I have a quote I like about New Year's resolution. It says, "Only you know about yourself," and that's super that's super strong to me because it's like yeah other people can give you advice all they want but it might not be advice you should take like i've been given advice and i'm like no i don't think so that's not right like for 
bland example. My old doctor used to suck. I'm sorry. She was awful. She was like, oh, yeah, you should just, oh, just, all you got to do is run on the treadmill. You'll, you'll be fine. And it's like, that's not how science works. You can't just run on a treadmill and then everything will magically disappear. Like, have you, how long have you been a doctor? One month? Okay, great. Get me out of here. She didn't actually say that. Yeah. But like, that's kind of what it felt like. Um, now, I'm not saying swear off all doctors. I'm just saying that was one instance. Um, right. But when I started to realize that, like, oh, I can lose weight really um, easily by fasting, I've been keeping on doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing fasting for about two or three weeks now. It's actually been pretty well. It's it's actually kind of easy to to fast for myself. I know it won't be for other people, especially if you've been going from three meals a day. Because fasting, specifically, you have a time frame where you eat and then a time frame where you don't. So, for mm-hmm. example, my time frame to eat is around, like, 10 to 11, for, so around breakfast time. And then from that point on, all the way to five, I, I don't touch anything besides water. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and then I've, obviously for dinner, I have, it's usually a protein loaded thing. Um, I'm actually working on getting protein powder. So if it's not a protein loaded thing, uh, I can have protein. But it's actually, it's uh, helped a lot. And because I've been setting benchmarks for myself, I've not been like, oh man, it's not working. You know, everything sucks. It's not, I hate everything. No, it's because I've I've been setting like small little benchmarks. Been like, okay, today I lost this many pounds. That's an accomplishment. Even if you lose one pound, like this is obviously just for me. But like, if you as a person are doing something similar, or you're using a different diet, whatever, and you lose even one pound, congratulations, you're succeeding. Keep doing it. Don't quit yeah. just because it's one. Qu- keep going because it's one. It could be. It could have been zero. You could have like you could you. It could be zero. Um, or you could have gained pounds, but you lost a pound. Keep that in your back of your mind and be like, this is working. Let me keep on doing it. Um, mm, don't yeah. fail because the number's small. Keep going because the number exists. Right. So, right. Like, right. I actually know more yourself. Oh, I was going to say um, something about, like, treadmills. When you mentioned your doctor was like, oh, you know, you should get on a treadmill and that will solve all your problems, which I don't think is accurate. Um, but... No, uh, they like. I, it made me think is when people think, okay, I want to go exercising, I'm gonna go run on the treadmill, and like that is a form of exercise, and if that works for you, that's awesome. But like for me, I run on the treadmill a lot. It's kind of boring. Like all you're just running, and like you, you then you get tired, and it sucks actually. Um, so like it doesn't work for everybody. I I do it because I'm trying to reach a particular goal and not actually just general like, exercising. But yeah, they like you know if if you want to exercise, you want to get better at at getting in shape, then maybe try something that you do enjoy, like basketball or some kind of other sport that you might enjoy that's still exercise, and and maybe that that'll get you to where you want to be in a way that is works for you instead of just being like oh well other people run on the treadmill and that works for them so I'm gonna do it right. Yeah, to that point as well, as I have a thing that might be controversial, but it's it's just true, and you can look it up, is that I don't personally believe that, in terms of fitness advice, I don't personally mm-hmm. believe that women should be giving advice to men and vice versa, because men and women are completely different. They have different needs and different stuff. For example, women on average need 2,000 calories a day, whereas men need 2,500 or more, depending on how, how your body shape is. So... Right. And when it comes to protein, men need, I think it's about 80, 70 to 80 grams. Women need 40 to 50. So it's all different. And for example, the doctor I talked about was a female. So that's why, because for example, running on the treadmill for females, yeah, that probably will work for you. 
Um, but for men, you need to build muscle. You should be doing like a lot of leg stuff. You should be doing a lot of push-ups. I think personally, um, sit-ups help here and there. I think you should, there's other machines. I think that are better for sit-ups, but you get the idea. There's 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 other techniques that are different to each to each person. So I don't think the like I think females should be giving advice to other females, and I think males should be giving advice to other males. That's how I personally perceive the whole thing because it's you're giving advice to someone who shares the same sort of qualities as you probably not actually totally physically but you know what i mean the same needs i should say whereas the doctor the female doctor like she said the treadmill which might have been true for her but it wouldn't have been for me because like i ran the treadmill and it did nothing in fact i think i actually gained weight that year so it was a complete bust yeah i did yeah so i was running the because cardio well yes cardio is helpful i actually think walking is better i'm gonna that might also be controversial but i think walking is also better but men need to build muscle. You need to be doing push-ups. You need to be doing um, the arm exercise. I don't know what the actual machine's called. It's where you tug on the thing. Um, yeah. You should be doing deadlifts if you want to do that stuff. So you should, you should be like doing that stuff. And, of course, women can do that stuff, too. I'm not saying, oh, these machines are gender-specific. Go screw yourself for something else. No. I'm just saying that's how it scientifically works. Men are different. Women are different. We need to start accepting that And in terms of the fitness space. So – Keep that in mind. So, like, that's why I like if John were to give me advice because he's he's skinnier than I am. So, if he were to give me advice, be like, "Oh, I love this uh, this workout routine. It really helps building muscle like that." I'm gonna take his advice and be like, "Yeah, you know what? Let me try it." Um, but like, if like my my uh, my sister comes to me and she's like, "Oh yeah, I love running in the treadmill for 24 hours," I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, that's good for you. Um, I I don't want to be in hell for 24 hours. I'm okay." <laughs> um, Cause they're different. So like, mm. I, I wouldn't, I like, I would still listen. Obviously I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just right, saying right. I wouldn't totally take, I wouldn't like take the advice to heart. I would be like, mm. all right, thank you for the advice. And I'd move on. But if John were to say what I, what I just said, then I would be like, Oh yeah, you know what? Let's, I'll consider that. Let me, let me look into it. Um, right. Because John's a male obviously. And so he has the same needs as I do. He needs the 2,500 calories. He needs the same protein, all that stuff. So mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if I can like fully understand that or get uh, agree with that, but I do. I understand. I guess I said I don't fully understand, but I do understand. I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> and I definitely, I understand that side of it. I, I just don't yeah. specifically agree with it, but that you know that's okay. You know, you don't have to agree about on that. about the male about the I mean, male. I mean, but like it, if you, that males uh, men shouldn't give advice to women, women should give advice to men about fitness stuff like i don't necessarily agree with that but i can see your reasoning and why you think that and um the whole like needing calories like that probably is true that's just science yeah no the the, the thing yeah. where i said like where women need less protein men need more mm-hmm. uh right. like that's a that's scientific stuff you can look up that's if you disagree with that you need to like I, I, you're not i'm just saying if you are listening and you are then you mm-hmm. can just look it up and find it I, mm-hmm. The reason I said that part specifically about the not giving advice is you can give advice all you want. I'm just saying I probably won't take it right, and, like, right, to right. heart if you're like, because like I, you, I, women are really good for like, to me, for like, uh, like comfort support. Like if you like that kind mm-hmm. of support, I will totally listen to that. But in terms of like fitness stuff, unless they're like a fitness instructor, like that's a little different. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking right, to average right, people right. here though. I don't want to, like if they're a fitness instructor and they're for gender, obviously they're going to know what they're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, mm-hmm. but if you're just an average Joe Schmo in the, in the gym and you're giving me advice, I'm going to be like, okay, thanks. You know what right. I mean? So I'm talking about, I'm talking about plain Jane people. I'm not talking about like fitness instructors or like health right, professionals. Right, right. No, that that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so I do have a quick story, if that's all right. You are the host. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> all right, so a quick story. Um, I do know someone that is close to me. Uh, she was trying to lose weight at some point in time. Uh, I believe she was at one point, like, 220, 225, something like that. But recently, she went and stepped on the scale and was down to 183. And it was actually a pretty good improvement for her, and she was super happy about it. And just wanted to give that a share, because we were mentioning people losing weight, so I'd give that a share. Right, yeah, that's that's pretty good, yeah. I mean, like I said, it can be a pound, it can be five, it can be 20, whatever your benchmark is, I would make it reasonable, obviously. Like, don't say, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in two weeks. Like, yeah, unless you're Chris Hemsworth, that's not going to happen. So, um, so make it realistic for yourself. Like, for example, I, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. If you want to lose 10 pounds, I'd say try like a month and see if you can reach it. Um, if you find that you can't make it two months, like say, I want to lose 10 pounds in two months. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would say more reasonably, you can probably make that. Um, but you get the idea. So don't fail because the number's too low. Fail because the number exists. Or <laughs> fail because the, yeah. Fail fail because it's not very <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm on, it's, it's one of those days, man. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it. keep going is what I was trying to say. Keep going because the number exists in the first place. Right. right. So. Yeah. Another thing I feel like should be factored in um, is a lot of, like, we've talked about, like, oh, people say losing weight. And, well, like, Generally, people mean that by, like, losing excess fat, right, that they don't need. Yeah. But something that should be, like, you know, calculated into their the, the goals and what they want to achieve is muscle actually weighs more than fat. And so if you're, like, losing weight and then you're also losing muscle mass, that's not healthier. <laughs> that's just, like, you're losing weight. You know? Yeah, I mean? well, and... Yeah, and to your point, what you just said, when you starve yourself, for example, your body starts eating the good fat and starts eating your muscle, and you don't mm-hmm. want that. So, like, if you're starving yourself, you're you sure you probably will lose weight, but you're losing some good stuff with it, um, which is why I totally disagree with the whole, like, oh, I'm not going to eat anything for, like, two days, or, or, or I'll have, like, a bowl of cereal here and then never eat again. It's like, right. yeah, I, I don't, I disagree with that in both terms, both male and female. That's not, that's not how that works, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's an exact diet. It might be um, fasting. That's not how. Like that's not how fasting works. So it's not fasting. But I don't know if that's a specific diet. But it is a dangerous one if it is. So. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And um, hmm. on that note, I think it's time to announce the winner for today. No, we only have yeah, four, forty minutes. Forty minutes in, minutes in man. You got to like well, get. We still got some time. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, here let's still because so we're at the end of the article. Like I said, I'll link the article probably in the description. But let's talk now that we've been given information on how they fail and like well how they fail and why they fail. Let's see, like, do we all have at least one that we're looking to achieve? Maybe not by the end of the year, but by but ha- to to happen at some point next year. Because I, I, mean, I have one. I, I have an idea. It's similar to one of my goals last year, but I. I reached that goal last year, so um, it would be slightly different for me. Yeah, yeah. I, do. So I, th- I think I think that's what we do then. 
Yeah, I do actually have one, so yeah, that works. Well, you are the host, so go ahead. All right, so my goal for not this year, but next year is to eventually pick up a book and actually read the entire thing because I have not done that at all this year or in a really long time. So I always want to go and read one book. If I can do that, then I'll be happy with that. All right. That sounds good. Well, you, yeah. are you saying, so you said sometime next year, right? So you don't have an exact, uh, you, you don't have a benchmark yet? Uh, not yet. I'll probably have one at some point in time. I just don't know when. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, John. Well, you, what was, what was yours? Well, yeah, I, I, I'm feel like this might come across as I'm dunking on Noah's goal. I'm going to preface before I go to Michael <laughs> is that, yeah. that if that's what once, if that's improvement for Noah, that's awesome. It, you should definitely strive for that. And um, I'm not trying to discredit that goal by saying this. Uh-huh. But but my goal uh, for this year was to read 12 books um, throughout the year, or like averaging one book a month. And I have actually reached that goal. Uh, like I've mentioned that previously in a different podcast episode that like I had reached that goal. And um, I for the next year my my new goal will probably be somewhere around eighteen books. So it's like it's an improve it's more books than before. Um because I definitely there were times where I would go weeks on end without having picked up a book at all. Um so I, I that's that's my new goal for, for next month. Uh, ne- not next month. So a lot of next, lot of books in one month. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. The second January starts. John has yeah. to be. He's had to have read eighteen books, ladies and gentlemen. Man, that's like what a book per every two days or something. That's, yeah, that's a lot. I've just read a bunch of those uh, uh, Magic Treehouse books. I like. Yeah, I was gonna say you like, like, like read ch- children's books about like uh, the wheels on the bus or something. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna clarify, are you talking about like decent sized books, like three hundred to five hundred pages, or are you talking like graphic novels or something? So that, that's a that's a good question. Um I, I'll quickly check the book I'm currently reading and to see how how long it is, just to give like a general thing. Okay, so the one I'm currently working on, and I'm like about halfway through it, is five hundred and thirty one pages. And that's like mm. generally around give or take like fifty pages of where I, I'm typically reading. Yeah, so for me, books are the sweet spot for books. To me, is uh, three hundred to five hundred. That's typically mm-hmm. like the sweet spot. If it goes a little over, a little under, that's fine, obviously. Um, but uh, that's typically the sweet spot for me. And I, I love like sci-fi books. Right. So mine is actually sort of similar. So obviously, one of the ones I've already said technically is that I'm going to keep going with fasting, and because uh, it's it seems to be working, so I'm going to set more benchmarks and gonna keep continue the train of success here but the the new one is i'm gonna because i liked john's idea so much and because i need more reading in my life honestly is um i'm going to also read 12 books i'm gonna aim for 12 because i never started with i'm not gonna start with 18 i feel like that's gonna fail mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna but, but the benchmark i'm gonna set is one book a month because i think that's just generally how it's gonna gonna work um and for Christmas, I've actually asked for the the FNAF. It's the it's um the, not the Tales of the Pizza Books yet. I'm not onto those ones yet. I'm onto the um uh, frights, whatever it's called, Fazbear frights, I think. Um, there's twelve books. I'm I asked for like the four pack, the four first ones, just to see if I like them, which I probably will. Um, 
So I'll probably be reading those a lot. I asked for um, another book called The Stone Maidens or something, which was like a bestseller. Um, and the story of the, the author was really nice to see. So I like I asked for that one. So I've actually already asked for some books in preparation for this. Um, and of course, I still have some books I need to read that I already have. Um, I also asked for a Barnes & Noble gift card from someone. So if I end up getting it, I would go there and get some more books. So I'm, I'm trying to gear up to uh, do that. But it's going to be pretty interesting, I think. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be. So with the resolutions that we currently have, do we think, personally speaking, do we think they're going to be successful? Like, this is a question you're asking yourself. So do you think that your goal is reasonable? Do you think it's, and and do you think it's going to succeed? So Noah, we'll start with you. Well, considering the fact you guys are going with like 12 and 18, and I'm going with just the one, I'm going to say like, yeah, I think I could do that. Well, and here's the thing, too, right? You you don't read as much as we do, right? Because we we read, like, a good amount. And when was, when was the last time you actually sat down and read a book f- through the entire thing? Ooh. Uh... <laughs> you know the answer's uh, not good when he says, ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's been, like, two years. Okay, so yeah, so you're coming off of someone who, so you're someone who doesn't read books that often, so one is probably a good idea to start with. And then, here's the thing, right, let's say you do that in a month, then you can just increase your goal to two, then increase it to three, then say like, oh, I'm on a roll, let's increase it to five, and just keep going. Because like, books are great, I think Gen Z, this is one of the problems I have with Gen Z, is they're too focused on the screens, they can't get away from them. I personally love having physical books, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Kindle um i like to actually be holding the book because it gives me a more connection to to the story and stuff not just Mm -hmm. scrolling because if it's on a screen it's like why what's the point (laughs) like i i understand if like you can't if you can't see like if you're actually blind i totally get listening to audiobooks and stuff like that i understand um but like i love just having the physical book by the way we made an episode where we talked about um smells we liked i forgot what the episode was called but we talked about like how john likes the fresh smell of paper eyes do as well so i love just like picking up a new book and being encased in this the smell of fresh paper it sounds weird i know Mm. but (laughs) it's one of those smells that like it's one of those smells that like i wouldn't wear a cologne of it but it smells pretty good you know what i mean like uh fresh paper just smells nice to me um but i love just holding a book i love just holding a book and being encapsulated in the story i do need a quiet environment which is kind of hard these days but i'm hoping that uh it's gonna it's still gonna work so yeah i just i just personally love doing that but yeah you're coming off of someone who hasn't read in two years so if you were yeah. to try and do 12 you're failing day one like that's just that's how it's gonna work because you're gonna be like 12 books man i don't care i don't want to do that but if you start with one and then you beat it you can just keep increasing it so i think that's actually a very smart move especially in your position like if john were to say one i'd be like well dude you've read 12 this year why you do mm-hmm. why would you say that but yeah. like but for you it's like it makes it's a super smart move to be like Oh, I've I haven't read two I haven't read in two years. Let me start with one and see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I wasn't actually even thinking about that part. So yeah. I think I could do this. Yeah, I think so too. Um but John, with your eighteen books, so you're adding how many books are you adding six more on your um, what your yeah. book used to be? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So, six minutes. Six more. So what's the what would be the average? So that'd be like uh, every half month you're reading one, I guess, because if you're yeah. reading six more. Sounds accurate. Yeah, well, we're not calculating the math here. I, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm, I uh, didn't pay the math budget for the six months. It's, it's probably something around that, right? Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's reasonable, and do you think you will achieve it at some point? 
Because are you uh, setting benchmarks, or are you just going full send into 16? So, uh, for for me, it was with, with um, my previous goal was like I wanted to be my benchmark was like one every month, but like there was there was a time where like I was doing one every month over the whole month, but then there was like a month or two where I would read two books, um, because I was more into it, more, um, I was spending more time that month doing it. So if I if I actually dedicate the time to actually sit down and read a book, I will probably achieve it. Um, but the, I am very easily distracted, so sometimes I do not set down the time to, to do something. And so it's one of those goals where like, I think it will be possible, but it, it's only a matter of time to tell if I actually achieve it or not. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that's that's the important thing you gotta like ask yourself because like if you were to just dive straight into eighteen or whatever, you would be actively dis like you'd be actively doing what this article is saying right. not to do because um, you're being too ambitious. It's you're being uh, you're not like I mean I've made the benchmark thing, so that's not the what that's not what the thing is saying. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, like because it's 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 way too ambitious and sure like obviously you did twelve last year, but you're adding six more onto what you have previously done. Um, which it seems like I'm actually trying to do the math. It seems like it's more like a, like a, um, like a third month every it's, it's a, it's a point number, whatever it's 3.4. So it's like mm -hmm. every three weeks, every 3.4 weeks, you'd read a book and that, that would equal, um, uh, 18. So if you're reading that much, you would, you would need to be scheduling a lot of time for it. You would need to be, cause you, your life can get in the way in, in certain states and certain services and not in a right. bad way. Cause you might be spending time with family or, uh, going on a vacation or whatever, which actually mm -hmm. it depends on where you're going on vacation. Like if you're going to like Bermuda or something, obviously you want to not just right. stay inside and read. But when I went to the Outer Banks, we, obviously we would go to the beach. But if it was like a rainy day, for example, I would mm -hmm. just sit by the window and read a book. It was awesome. Right, um, and, and, and my grandparents are not like super loud or anything. Right. Yeah, that actually made me think. Um, is I was I was listening to a podcast about one of my favorite book series, and they were talking about how they would sometimes go and sit on a beach and read and i was like well oh, that's crazy people like why would you not want to be like hanging out and doing doing water stuff or doing beach volleyball or something but then i thought about it like that actually sounds super relaxing like just sitting and like hearing the waves and like just sitting down and reading a book it depends on how crowded the beach is like if everyone's being if it's like um fourth of july party size beach where like everyone there's so many people then it's maybe not so relaxing but like if there's only like a handful of people there it's like yeah this is nice i don't go to beaches very often so like that's probably not going to happen but if it does i'll remember my book yeah yeah that does actually sound quite nice yeah, because with, with book reading, you definitely want a quiet... I mean, I think this is universal. I don't think this is just me. You definitely want a quieter environment. You can have some stuff in the background, but you definitely don't want, mm -hmm. like, people having a conversation in between you because that just gets annoying. Um, right. And you definitely don't... You don't want a movie playing in the background because then I've found that I get distracted with that. Not that I care about the movie, but it's so loud that I can't focus. Um, so having a nice, chill, relaxing environment... Well, for, like for Noah, for example, if you can find a nice, relaxing environment where it's quiet for... It's going to be quiet for a couple of hours... You might actually finish your goal quite pretty quickly because I found that when you're relaxing in an environment, you're reading a good book and a good story, you lose the sense of time. Like when I read the book in the Outer Banks, I started at like 
I want to say like two o'clock. It was after lunch. I was started at one or so, and then by the time I was like done with like a couple of chapters, um, it was like five o'clock. Like my my uh, my grandfather was getting ready for dinner, and I'm like, wow, where did the time even go? Because like I was such in a relaxed environment. The story was amazing. Uh, the book is called Nike, by the way, if you want to check it out. Um, and it was super captivating. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just, when you're in a controlled environment, it's really it's really relaxing. Yeah. That is actually one thing I found uh, when I was reading a lot. I would go into my grandma's basement because it was usually very quiet. And there was this one place in particular I loved to be. It was at her desk where she used to like work on computer parts. And I don't know why, but that's just like the place I went to read. Well, now we are approaching the uh, the ender. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you guys got anything final to say, or is that it? If I if I win, I have something final to say, but not right, not at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I might have a few points first until I decide that. All right. All right. I guess so this point time. So, who wants to hear it first? I don't care. All right. John, you lucky bastard. I mean, bald bastard. I mean, good friend of mine. Okay, wow. All right. Uh, All right, John. Pop up on the podcast says John will remember that. (laughs) It's like the Telltale series. (laughs) All right, John, buddy boy. You have 36 points. Pretty good, pretty good. Yep. Now, Ethan, my very good friend and longtime pal, I guess, you have 39 points. All right. Well, I feel like I knew who was winning as soon as no one sold to John twice in a row. Um, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It happens. I just didn't think I could call them the names that came out. I knew Bald was going to be one of them. I just didn't think the others were going to go. Man. All right, anyway, uh, Ethan, I think you did your winner's speech or not? You literally just announced the winner, so no. (laughs) (laughs) You literally just did that. Yeah, all right, go on then. So my winner's speech is basically uh, just a wrap-up of what we just said. So if you – please, by all means, make resolutions. I think that's it's a a good way to uh, sort of like – Find an excuse to change yourself in a way that's like that's maybe you had a negative trait of some kind. Let's say you're wanting to lose weight, which is an example we've used at this point. Um, but so, but instead of just saying I'm going to lose weight, or instead of just saying I'm going to stop eating junk food, say to yourself, make it more specific. Say so if you want to lose fat, or if you want to lose sorry weight, uh, say I'm going to I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of May or by the end of April or whatever. And then once you reach that goal keep going or like do, do what, like what I said with Noah. He wants to read one book. Let's say he beats in the first month because he, he found a nice environment to read. And then he's like, all right, it's only the first month. Let me raise it to two. And then if he beats that, raises it to three. And like I said before, he's like, he's on, I'm on a roll. Let's raise it to five. Um, so keep going. Or if you make like a specific one, like let's say you want to lose 50 pounds, break it into chunks. Do what I said with the benchmark thing. So if you want to lose 50, let's say you want to lose 10 by April or so. You want to lose another 10 by uh, June or whatever month you want to pick, do, do with that because it makes it a lot more simpler and a lot more stress relieving um, to 
do it in chunks like that instead of being like, oh, wait, at the end of this year, I want to have lost 50 pounds because you're being too ambitious. Your resolution is going to not, it's not going to work like the article said, and it's just going to end up failing. And you, you just wasted sort of like a really good opportunity to better yourself in that way. So I would say make resolutions by all means, but please uh, be like realistic and also please be uh, accommodating to your own needs because you don't want to, you don't want to make it too general and you also don't want to make it so that it's unreachable. So. All right. Yep. All right. Pretty good winner speech. Uh, John, you bald bastard. You got a loser speech. I mean, good friends. You know, you, you try to like act like, oh, you just slipped up and you, you misspoke, but like you, you're not even like trying to hide it. If you are, you're not doing a very good job. So, I mean, I, I will just <laughs> file that away in, in crimes of Noah dog and, and, uh, crime, what crime? Crime of hurting my soul. Mm, I didn't know you had a soul. I thought wow. you were going to say, uh, like, my feelings or whatever. That was, like... <laughs> 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 was not super funny. Yeah. Uh, you got a loser speech, though, bud? Everything's rigged. You're not going to reach your goals and everyone dies. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, well, then. Okay, and with that, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you provoked some kind of a conversation and made you laugh along the way. Uh, you can find Ethan over on Twitch now, along with YouTube at FlabsXE Gaming. You can find, uh, the bald bastard that is John on Twitch already. Uh, as well as YouTube, I doubt he's fixed that little tiny error because he's a lazy, lazy person. I have fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy shit, so they changed. I feel like he should like re- report for uh, Noah for battery or something at this point. Mental battery. <laughs> yeah. I'll have the money for court. We're not going that way. All right, John, you know what to do, man. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find me on Xbox because I'm boring at NoahDog54. And um, you can also go and check out our Patreon at uh, where you can decide to donate money to us if you want. Sure, if you want, we do not want your money, but if you want to give us that money, that's okay with us. Uh, as well as that, there are tiers that come with it. Uh, there's a tier for me, John, and Ethan, I think, as well as a few others. Uh, along with that, we do have bonus episodes, which range to $3 a piece, I think. They're basically just, like, half episodes of like say we went over in a game show or something that's basically that like half out half it's basically that like 30 30 minute bit that we couldn't fit into the episode they're 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 30 minute episodes that are not connected to the podcast the only time they would be is if i go over in a game show and we needed and that's like the extra thing for example, we did a death row inmate one where we talked about death row inmates, last meals and stuff. They're not connected to the podcast. They're just little bits of extra content. Yep. All right. Thank you. And we will see you guys in the next episode.